Welcome to The Alignment Show, featuring conversations with folks who have taken steps to identify their highest values and align their lives around them. Time on this earth is not unlimited, and you may be seeking to make sure you spend your time on things that matter to you. These conversations will encourage you and support you in doing so. Now, let's meet this week's guest on The Alignment Show. And a good morning once again, friends, joining us here for the Alignment Show. I've got to tell you up front, today's show is going to be just a little bit different. Even though we've just started this series here, it happens that uh, today, March 8th, uh, I am out of town. I am in a cabin with my wife, and I don't know whether I'm going to have decent Wi-Fi or not. So this has been recorded ahead of time. Usually, I try to be able to interact in the comments, and we're not going to have that today. At least, we're not going to have it dependably. On the other hand, our guest, whom I'll introduce to you in just a little bit, Evie Diaz, uh, Evie may be able to be on. It's just that she will probably only be able to be on one of the streams. So she may respond to comments immediately. If I'm on, I'll do my best to respond. But I encourage you to make comments anyway, because I will see them when I get back. And I want to be sure that we can give you what information that you might desire. But let's go ahead and get connected with our guest today. I have known Evie for, I think, a little over a year at this point, but wow, did she impress me right off the bat when we met. I had the privilege of working with her on an event last summer, I think it was. I'm, I'm, my brain doesn't work well with time, so I'm going to have to verify that when we get her on here. But uh, Evie is starting out on a new venture. Uh, she is a professional speaker. She has been working in the marketing space for a long time. And she has found a passion with something she's working on right now. She says she helps professional women who are feeling frustrated and anxious about their finances and their lives to help them create a FAB. That's feel, act, be a FAB rich future self so they can begin enjoying the life of their dreams. Let's go ahead and bring Evie Diaz on. Evie, welcome to the stage. Hello, and thank you for having me. I do appreciate you um, asking me to join you, and thank you for being in my life, and thank you for everyone who is tuning in. And yes, as much as possible, if you have a question and you're watching this, just make sure to tag me, and I'll be looking for your comments, questions, thoughts, and feedback, because I always love to hear back from people. And I'm just delighted to be here. And congratulations to you for doing this. Oh, absolutely. It's it's really fun having these conversations to see how people are living their values and valuing their life. And I know you've done that for a long time. Do you, is it a like an annual thing that you go through and evaluate where you are in relationship to what's important to you? I do. I like to take the last month of the year, December, to really look at what happened the, during the year as I'm reviewing the year. And then sometimes I look back, years back, and then I'm looking forward to see what, what, what is it that I desire? What do I intend to do, be, and have in the future year? So this year was extremely interesting because this year I was 
kind of, I don't want to say forced, but I felt like a little bit like that because during the holidays, which we always stay uh, together and take off for vacation, my husband and I, we were unfortunately hit with COVID. So we had no other option but to stay home until we were cleared. And so that was a blessing in disguise because my husband and I got to really have some really interesting and impactful conversations as I was doing this reviewing and future planning. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we're not happy about the pandemic, of course, but it's wonderful that there could be something like that come out of it. Um, Let me go back just a little bit before your current uh, reassessment, realignment, because you do that annually, but you know, we haven't always done that. You worked, I think, in a like a regular job or whatever at some point. Uh, you've been out on your own as a consultant. Uh, a marketing consultant is too calm a term. But you've been doing that for, was it 13 years, 14 years? Well, I've been and I am a marketing expert with over 15 years. I have worked uh, for national corporations, pharmaceutical corporations like Abbott Pharmaceutical and Pfizer in the past, as well as in smaller companies, um, helping them with their marketing, as well as working for myself and by myself for uh, the past 15 years. And I say I have and I am because I still believe that marketing is essential for any and all business and all kind of launches, whether it is a book, a course, a membership, or a podcast. There we go. Okay, because if you've got something that will make a difference to people's lives, they will not benefit unless they know about it. Accurate statement? Yes, absolutely. Very good. So, Having said that, there are plenty of people who work in marketing, who work in what we might call a relatively safe environment. They're working for a corporation. They're working for a government agency or whatever. Um, I probably will tell this story more than once as we go through this podcast series. But when I was a kid, um, my parents were survivors of the Great Depression, World War II, and to them, security was a really big thing. They encouraged me to get a government job because as my dad told me once, you get a government job, you have to get caught selling drugs to your boss and then murder him in order to get fired. You know, and I understand why security was all that important, but you've chosen a little different path. And so what I want to ask is, what was it that led you to be able to take that chance to achieve what matters to you rather than just following a safer path. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I like the question and I appreciate it. And I think I've prefaced uh, this podcast today by telling you that I was giving a lot of downloads, which is how I've been functioning in my life and more so uh, over the past year, which is listening to that higher self, which when I was more of a traditional Christian, I used to call the Holy Spirit in me. Um, Whatever you choose to call it, whether you're a believer or non-believer, there is that voice inside of you that really guides you. And it is up to all of us to listen to. So when you said what you said, I'm going to tell you what spirit or my best future self, as I'm working on this future self, 
has said to me, and that is number one, in terms of security, I must say something. So security can only come to me in my belief through believing that I am created from a higher source, which I call God, or from that, that, that security comes from that that lives within me, my ability, my higher self. So therefore, whether now or in the past, I've always, always relied on the security that only comes from the knowing that there is inside of me something bigger than me that is leading, guiding me. And so because I know that that security is within me, whether I choose to work for someone or help someone, you know, as a solopreneur, entrepreneur, or as a business person, I create my own security. So that to me is an important concept. And, you know, as I was journaling when I was a kid, I, and I've been looking back at my journals, I always, always knew that there was security within me, whether it is because of my higher self, my inner guidance, or the Holy Spirit that lived in me, lives in me. I always felt that security doesn't come from anywhere outside of me. Security comes from within me. Great observation, because... If your security comes from outside of you, you're dependent on somebody else. That's not a very secure situation. Absolutely. Oh, and great. Then, great. So I don't know. Does that answer your question? So whether it is that I choose to take the leap. And at that time, I'll tell you that when I first quit my, my job and we're talking about over 15 years ago, you know, I was younger. Um, now I say I was a kid and, uh, my parents thought I was crazy because I was making a good six figure income and they never made that in their whole lives. And every job that I would get, I would get a sign in bonus. So they never heard of those things that I was experiencing. I was traveling the world. I was even traveling in my last job. I was in a pharmaceutical marketing position where every week, on Monday morning, I had a car service, many times a limo that would pick me up at my home, take me to the airport, take me to Chicago, Illinois, where I would work in the corporate headquarters back then um, that was Abbott. And then Friday nights, I would come back. So that lifestyle that I had, my parents thought I was crazy. They even said there's going something psychologically has happened to Evie that she decided, you know, to quit her job and, and, and you know, venture out on her own and not only out of New Jersey, not only on my own, but out of New Jersey, because I then decided to move to Florida. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It can look crazy to folks on the outside and, and, um, and, and let's be clear here, anybody listening to this, that you don't necessarily have to quit your job and go out and start your own business. It's about finding your own inner um, motivation, the things that are important to you. Uh, in, in doing the setup for this uh, this podcast, uh, Evie, we've talked about how this has always been the case because you're talking about 15 years ago, but it kind of accelerated with the pandemic. I think folks realize life is short. I don't want to spend my life doing something that doesn't matter to me. 
And that led to a lot of the great resignation, as it's called, but it also led a lot of folks to realize, you know, I really am doing what I was meant to do and recommitting to it, reigniting. So I think a lot of folks are finding that fire again, at least I hope so. And that is so important because, you know, we only get one life. Well, we 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 think we only get one life, so I'm not going to get, you know, very much, you know, because then people say, oh, this is too woo-woo. But we get this life, okay? And we want to live this life to the best that we can. We want to be, do, and have everything and anything we want. We want to live the life of our dreams now. And I mean now whether you're just starting and you're a kid out of college or out of high school or whether you are at whatever age you are because we've known of so many people that are of later age, whether it be Louise Hayes that started her her publishing company uh, later on in her life after, I think, 60 or whether you're Grant Cardone, that at 58, he had an epitome and said, oh, I'm not living as my full potential. And now that 10 years later, I believe he's 66, almost, you know, 10 years later, he sees what happened in the transformation that he decided to you do, even though he was not fresh out of college. He was not 18. He was not 30. And I say this because I used to have that belief. I was starting to believe that I was past my prime, that it was too late for me to reinvent myself, reinvent my life, and enjoy the life of my dreams now. And that is not true. Absolutely, absolutely. And for some people, I I, I think, I feel like uh, I need to clarify this aspect of it. We're not necessarily talking about constantly pursuing promotion or money or whatever. Those can be things that people pursue because they think that's what they're supposed to care about. And uh, it happens that years ago, I worked in the headquarters at Walmart stores. This was back when Sam Walton was still alive. I had the privilege of talking with him on several occasions. Uh, At the time, he was the richest man in America, but he was completely unimpressed with his wealth. And he told me once that money was a good scorekeeper, that he figured if they were making money, they were serving people. If they were not making money, if they were losing money, that was a clue. They needed to take a step back and say, where are we missing the target? How are we not serving people? He didn't so much care about making money. He cared about helping people. And so I don't want to put down pursuing money by any means, but at the same time, if you're doing it because you think that's what you're supposed to do, you're not really finding your own value yet. Right. So, so go ahead. ahead. No. So, (laughs) so yes, because, and I'm glad you said that because the theme of what's happening right now in my life is me pursuing my fab rich future self. And as you stated, when you began, Fab is feel, act, and be rich. And rich, and I do mean rich in everything in your area. And, you know, who you are today and what you have or don't have, meaning joy, happiness, money, or no money, it's all a result of your beliefs and your commitments to yourself. And we all have commitments to ourselves, whether they are conscious or subconscious. And they're based on these beliefs that we have and beliefs are nothing more than thoughts that have continuously played in our head, like an old record. Remember the old records that they've played over and over so much that they've become 
beliefs. Now, for me, okay, living your fabric life does mean living with richness in every area, and it does include money. And the reason for that, and I want to say that, is because I grew up in a traditional Christian environment uh, that I chose myself because my parents were not. And I always believed that money was evil, that money was for these rich people that were bad. And now my belief is totally different because, and that's why I want to help other women like me, because I have been giving, I have been giving of my knowledge, my love, as much as I can, I've been a giving person and giving begets receiving. And you want to be a giver because not because you want to receive, but because you will receive whatever it is, whether it's money, kindness, love. So you want to do that. And this, this interesting that you mentioned money because rich in what I'm talking about has a lot to do with money. And I don't mean what you just said. I don't want to pursue something, whether it is self-employment or this great job just because of money, but rather align yourself with what you truly want to create. And when you do, and if your desire is for riches, then you will obtain the riches. Now, there's a lot of money beliefs. And, you know, and I don't know if, if, I, if you want me to talk a little bit about this, because this is what came to me this morning, this idea of money. And you tell me, do you want me to say a little bit more or do you want to go a different direction? Because, I mean, I do have a lot of thoughts about this because that is a big part of, of the, the frustration that I was feeling. I was feeling frustrated because I'm like, I love what I'm doing and I'm not financially where I want to be, where I know I deserve to be. Indeed. So it has a lot, a lot to do of, of, of what it is. And it could be for a lot of people. When I first quit my first job, I was making good money. The, the thing is, I wasn't being who I wanted to be. So it's, that's why I said it's about an alignment. So if you do want to create a, a wealthy, rich life with finances, and you do something that you truly love, then that's where you begin living your fab rich life, your future self. And I'll talk more about that. But I mean, it's up to you what you want me, how long you want me to talk about. Because I do, there's a big message. And, and part of it is, um, what I learned from when I was a kid growing up with with all these with with all these Bible verses that I knew that I memorized because we used to play this game in church about memorizing Bible verses, and then I didn't understand them until I began understanding them as an adult now with a different mindset. So anyway, let me not let me get out of my soapbox. And this is your <laughs> show, and I want to provide the value to your audience. Oh, absolutely! And uh, we've we've got we've got about ten minutes left. We try okay. to keep the podcast to yes. about thirty minutes, but uh, we've had on the screen. And for those of you who are listening on audio, we will have these links in the show notes. So be sure that you have bookmarked somewhere, confidencecultivators.com, because you can always go there and get the show notes, the links that we talk about, that sort of thing, confidencecultivators.com. But those of you who are watching a video version here, you're seeing a, a link that we have on the screen, 
for Start Your Fab Rich Morning Meditation. Uh, the, the morning meditations, that's something you've been talking about that came to you this morning. Uh, it's something you do every day. This is something that you can share with people who are interested in, in aligning to their own values. Is that correct? Absolutely. So if you want to define rich as living your best life, independent of money or whatever it is, you can define it like that. And every morning we have an opportunity to reset the clock. Every morning we have an opportunity to begin anew. And one of the best ways, and this is something that I've been doing for a long time, is meditation or prayer, whatever you want to call it. You want to call it prayer. You set your intention. You know, there's a wonderful book um, by Dr. Wayne Dyer, The Power of Intention. In the morning, get into the habit, which are all things, by the way, that I write about in a book that I'm writing that will be published by Hay House. Um, I talk about doing what I call a morning and evening retreat. And that's why, by the way, I'm having actual an actual in-person retreat later on this year, because I believe we need to retreat in the morning, retreat to be with our higher self. Okay. We want to retreat and we want to do that by doing some meditative uh, contemplation, prayer, affirmative prayer, meditation, when we are aligning ourselves before we get into the craziness, the busyness of the day, before we lose ourselves with our to-do list, with the traffic, with the job, we want to start the day aligned to who we want to be. Like, let's say you don't feel like you are your best self today. You could be by aligning yourself with who you see yourself being as the best version of yourself. And one of the ways, and I say one because there's several, is by doing a morning retreat. And my morning retreat includes doing a morning meditation. It includes doing a morning journaling, which is a big part also of my program. And it's a big part of what I'm doing because I'm actually first launching the journal that will be published by Hay House. Because I've been journaling since I was 12 years old. And one one of the first journals I had were actually prayers to God. So I used to write my journal like, dear God. So morning is very important for you to set your day up. So that's why I'm gifting people this morning meditation. And I'm not a professional like meditation creator. Honestly, I've been sharing my meditations because I record my meditations because I find that listening to ourselves, and there's been a lot said about the power of listening to ourselves by recording ourselves, is very powerful. So I like to record my meditations. And this one that you will get here for free, and you can download it or watch it on, on the website, is really to encourage you to meditate, to give you kind of a, a, a first start to a meditation, and it's really a meditation that I feel was given to me by my higher self or the divine mind of God, whatever you want to call it, and I'm sharing it with you for free, no strings attached. Very good, very good. And in the time that we have left here, um, you're offering to people on several levels here, so this is something that you're just putting out there to people for free. 
you've got another, and I'm going to switch the link here. Again, folks who are hearing this on audio, we will have this uh, in the show notes. But this is something you actually started last week, I think, right? March 1st was when this began? Absolutely. So because, as you see, we can go on for hours speaking. And uh, I said, I have to have a way of letting people understand what it is that I've been going through, what I'm writing about, why I'm creating this journal. And I believe that a lot of other women, it could be women and men, it just so happens that I selected women, but this is powerful for anyone. I thought of women that are like me, who have been transitioning from maybe job to job or job to being self-employed, who are giving their all to their families, to their spiritual communities, to their jobs, to their careers, and they are frustrated and they are perhaps anxious. Uh, Frustration a lot of times comes because you are thinking back to your life, which, by the way, going back to our initial conversation, that's what started it all. In December, I started thinking, where did I think I would be by this birthday 10 years ago? And when I reviewed my thoughts and then, of course, my journal from back then, I said, I am not who I wanted to be 10 years ago. And then I said, okay, so where do I want to be? And in my case, I said in seven years, because in seven years, believe it or not, as fabulous as I look, I'm going to be 60. And so I said, where do I want to be? How do I want to feel? How do I want to act and how do I want to be when I'm 60 and, and and listen up because it's about how do I want to feel in terms of health my mind my skin everything about me of who I am do I want to feel good about me the person that I am and my personality how do I want to act do I want to act bitter do I want to go on zoom and not be smiling or do I want to smile right who do I want to be and so because of that I decided that I have to share this with people, and that's why I've been sharing it on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So Wednesdays to me are Wealth Creation Wednesdays, and so on Wednesdays at 2 p.m., I'm sharing this process of feeling, acting, and being who you know inside of you that you most want to be. And so every Wednesday at 2 p.m., I'm going to be sharing uh, different experiences, different lessons that I've learned throughout my life and different techniques that I am using to feel good, to act happy and be happy. Okay. It makes me think about uh, growing up in West Tennessee. Uh, It was an agricultural area. My family were not farmers, but we were surrounded by farmers and, and I learned really early, if you wanted a crop in the fall, you got to plant seeds in the spring. You're talking about planting seeds right now for the crop that you want to have later. Now, this is really powerful stuff and valuable stuff that you're offering to, to folks for free. So, again, we've got it on the screen here. We'll put it in the show notes. Uh, this is broadcast at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And so 2 p.m. Wednesday this afternoon, you can get in on this. Now, if you're, if you're watching this, hearing this later, 
then this is going to be going on through the month of March. Is that right, Evie? That's right. Every Wednesday, which is five Wednesdays in the month of March, to get you ready to move into what we're doing on Friday, March 31st, which is a half a day retreat online virtual. And that is for you if you can't come later on in the year in May to Florida to do a three-day in-person retreat with me. And the reason and the purpose for it is really to get you feeling good about who you are today, loving and accepting who you are today, and helping you to live today as the very best version of yourself, which we call our future self because many times, for example, like if you want to lose weight, you're seeing into the future. Oh, in May, when it's time to wear my bathing suit, I want to look good. Well, guess what? What you do today is going to determine what's going to happen in May, just like you said about the seeds. So if you keep saying in May, but you're eating whatever you want, fatty foods, fried foods, if you don't exercise or don't move, then guess what's going to happen in May? Probably nothing. You're going to be saying in May, hey, what happened? So the best way to achieve your weight loss for May is to today begin living as your future self in May. In other words, in May, when you release that weight, and, and you'll hear me talk a lot during the upcoming retreat in March about the words that we use, because I've been trained in NLP, which means neuro-linguistic programming, and the importance of words and the importance of how do you speak to yourself. So today, you see yourself as you want to be in May. In May, you've achieved your goal of releasing that weight, and you know that you did it by eating healthy, good foods that make you feel good, and you did it by perhaps just walking, which is the way that I've released all my weight. And in May, you were, you're going to want to stay feeling as good as you feel in May. So remember what that feels like and then start doing it today. There's just so much depth here, uh, Evie, and uh, we could spend a whole hour talking about just the, the um, Eckhart Tolle wrote a book called The Power of Now and about the dangers of living in the past, living in the future. We're not talking about living in the future here. We are talking about a, a present activity that is driven by an awareness of the future, but not living there. We could spend a whole hour on that, and I know you dig into that sort of thing. We are coming to the end of our time here, though, and we want to make sure people know how to get in touch with you. We've got the uh, futureselfretreat.com, which people who are only hearing this on audio, you can go there right now, futureselfretreat.com, and it'll be in the show notes. Uh, registration there for the March 31st event and also for a later event. You were talking about that May event. That would be an opportunity to come to Florida and actually spend some intensive time together. Uh, What else would you want to tell us? This is an opportunity to shamelessly plug whatever, (laughs) you know, how can people get in touch with you if they just want to know more about EVDS? Well, first of all, am I saying that businessversity.com? Yes. So first of all, Please tag me here with your questions, thoughts, because I will come back to wherever this video is and check your comments. And that futureselfretreat.com is going to give you an opportunity to win 
the live retreat in Florida. Now, the winner will still be responsible, of course, for travel accommodations and meals, but the retreat experience with me will be gifted to one very intentional, very powerful creator who wants to manifest a ticket to our Future Self Retreat in Florida. So by going to futureselfretreat.com, you will see a pop-up. That pop-up will be your opportunity to sign yourself up for the opportunity to join me at the retreat in person. And that will be a three-day in-person retreat all about helping you to live your best Fab Rich Future Self now. Excellent, excellent. And folks, I've been involved in um, events with Evie. I can tell you it will be practical. It will be useful. I think it will help you in aligning your life with your values. So Evie, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate your willingness to do this as a recording because, you know, we prefer to be live. And folks, what you're seeing, we recorded live. There's not any editing except for just putting the the show bumpers on at the beginning and the end. I just love that dynamism that comes from a real conversation. So thank you for your heart and for sharing your heart with us. So we'll go ahead uh, and don't go away. I'll be right back with you in just a second. We're going to put you in the green room for just a second. As I wrap things up here, just want to remind folks that you are on the alignment show. We're talking about living your values and valuing your life. So we had a great conversation with Evie Diaz, and I hope you were as inspired as I was by hearing her story. I've known Evie for a while, but I didn't know a lot about what she was doing as her next step. Wonderful information there. Speaking of next steps, we've had a little bit of a change in our scheduling. As I mentioned at the beginning of this show, uh, this is one of those rare instances where the show was actually recorded ahead of time. My wife and I are out of town at this moment, and I wasn't sure that I would be able to get a good signal. But I do want to tell you that next week we will be live, a little different time. We'll be live at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube Live, LinkedIn Live, and Facebook Live. And I'm going to fanboy a little bit. We have an interview coming up with somebody that I consider to be one of my mentors, best-selling author and speaker, Hall of Fame speaker, Bob Berg. Along with John David Mann, he wrote The Go-Giver, and there were several other books that came out of that. Uh, Before that, he wrote Endless Referrals, which has made a huge impact on professional sales. But Bob has not always done what he's doing now, and so we're going to talk with him about how he identified his values. In fact, The Go-Giver is a values-driven approach and how he took steps to bring his life into alignment with those values. So we will look forward to having that conversation with Bob next week, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the three channels that we mentioned, plus on your favorite podcast channels, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're getting on other podcast channels as well. Be sure and check confidencecultivators.com for more information. And we will see you next week. That's it for this week's episode of The Alignment Show. What has it inspired you to do in your own life? Whatever it is, 
take action now and take the first step. It will help you to talk with a friend about what you're thinking. Share confidencecultivators.com to spread the goodness. And remember to live your values and value your life. We will see you next week on The Alignment Show.